You're listening to Trek FM. Breaker to Captain Picard. Go ahead, number one. May I see you in the observation lounge, sir? I'll be right there. This seems to be some kind of meeting place. Some kind of meeting. Some 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 kind of meeting place. Could you flunky? Might be good. I don't think they're going to let us in, Artu. We'd better go. Maybe we better talk out here at the observation lounge to turn into a swamp. Artu, wait! Oh dear. This is the Observation Lounge for the week of March 9th, 2013. A T-Rex can't play Skyrim. I'm Greg Harbin. With me today, as always, is my lovely TOL news editor, Catherine Bryan. Welcome, Catherine. Hi, Greg. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. And as well, returning to us, filling Drew Stewart's chair is Tristan Riddell. Welcome, Tristan. Thank you. It's a very comfy chair, but I think I can relax in it. Just get get all up in that chair. Drew, Drew will not it. mind. <laughs> behave. I'll, I'll keep it warm for him. <laughs> I'll only say it once. Behave. <laughs> so, yes, uh, the Observation Lounge is your one-stop shop for geeky news every week. Listen to our show and you'll know everything you need to know. No, that's probably not true. But we do cover some of the geeky <laughs> stories that were in the news during the week. The important At least stuff. ones that... Well, uh. stuff that we very specifically think is interesting at the time of recording. Yes. So if you listen to us, at the very least, you'll get a smattering of news. Uh, <laughs> We've gone from one-stop shop to a smattering of news. We're picking up the scraps that the other sites leave behind. It's the Observation Lounge with Greg Harbin. So uh, we do have a rundown here uh, with some... with. Uh, five very interesting stories that, that Catherine has found for us. Catherine, what, what do we have actually first on the rundown? At the top of the rundown, I have selected Oculus Rift. I don't know if anyone uh, listening or anyone here with me right now uh, knows a lot about what's going on at South by Southwest. But um, they're going through a whole bunch of exciting gaming news. But Oculus Rift has sort of sifted its way to the surface of excitement. If you're watching the Enhanced, you can see a very delighted man. <laughs> yes. uh, he is just having the best day ever and it's it's a it's a virtual gaming headset essentially this is it's really cool I, i've been watching it progressing over the next the last several months that we that we've they've been talking about it they've been trying to get more and more happening with it trying to get developers on board tristan are you are you familiar at all with the oculus rift yes i am um i I've been watching it for a little bit, and I'm very intrigued. I, I love next-level um, gaming advancements, stuff that goes beyond just the controller. Um, I'm very, very interested in stuff like that, but I cannot help but think you, we've seen this several times before. You know, like we've seen a, a generation of this before. I mean, there, yes. all, all I could think about was the red and black Wario, you know, when when I saw this. Yes, absolutely. Or what? What was it? Mario Tennis that you yeah. could play. Yeah, I and like, okay, yeah. it's bouncing over there. Now it's bouncing towards me. Now it's bouncing away. Now it's bouncing. Okay, now my head hurts. Yeah. 
Now I'm oh. sure this is going to be much better than that, but it just it just makes me remember that I'm like, okay, the, n I never remember any of my friends ever having that. It was just something that you played in the store. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm just wondering if this will go beyond that. Well, the the difference I I'm seeing in this one is well, one it is well it's 3D, but was the Virtual Boy 3D too? Uh, it, I, I, I think so. I, I think I believe it, gave it was the illusion of yeah. depth. Yeah. I think the difference here is how many pixels they can pack in mm -hmm. and how big those screens are in front of your eyes. Like there's two rather pixel dense screens that you're looking at. So it's not like the virtual boy where it's, you know, as you say, red and black. Yeah. Um, well, the impression I got was the 3DS for your face on your face. Yeah, right. How close can you hold a 3DS to your eyeballs and still see? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's I think true. it was 12, uh, 1280 by 800 screen. Uh, like you said, that's a a big difference from yeah. the uh the uh what what was it what was it called? The what what did you say? The Virtual was, Boy? The Virtual Boy. Thank you. I can the, never remember terrible, that name. Terrible terrible product name. <laughs> Possibly <laughs> yeah. the worst, I would argue. Well, and then the other great thing about the Oculus Rift is the motion sensors that they've built in. So you move your head from left to right and your character looks from left to right. Right. And that's, I mean, that's a big difference from holding your jaw into this thing. It's, it was like, you know, that when you go to get glasses and oh, you put yeah. your, your face into this thing and it's like, you know, pumping air at your eyes. This is what it always felt like when you're doing the Virtual Boy. But the Oculus Rift just sits on your head and then you're entering the world. I, I think it sounds really awesome. I'm already worried about Skyrim Oculus Rift Edition <laughs> oh, dear. and how I'll never leave my house again. Well, they I mentioned, uh, what was that game? Sl Slenderman? And the developer said he would never, never play Slenderman on the <laughs> Oculus Rift. You'd never be able to go to sleep again. I already have trouble with Slenderman. It's the least fun I've ever had screaming at my iPhone. <laughs> I, I do like how in the article he talks about how one of his favorite things is to when have a person walk up to a ledge and then he pushes them off the ledge with his keyboard and they freak out every single time. Yes. Like it's that immersive <laughs> And then, like, you would never do that on the Virtual Boy, you know, like you would, right? you know, you would never have that sensation of falling. But if every person he do he's done this with has that sensation, I mean, that's, that's got to be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. And I liked how they talked about the idea that you could have different peripherals. Like, okay, say you're doing um, an airline, sim air, you know, flight simulator thing. You could have it, you'd have a joystick. Obviously, you'd want that. Um, but then they talk about other stuff where, you know, in theory, you could have a treadmill, an omnidirectional treadmill. That then it would start really working like the holodeck, where you're playing oh, wow. Skyrim yeah. and you literally have to walk from one town to the other to get there. <laughs> if if the feeling of immersion is really there, I, I mean it's kind of limitless what you can do. I just feel like it'll never be a thing that you'll have in your house if it's all you know. If it gets that intense, well, that's and that high tech. You can never. You'd have to build yourself a Oculus Rift house which i guess well you'd have your room like like on community where you have the little holodeck room we might see the re-emergence of the arcade yeah yeah so right now they're talking about this being a thing you plug into your your computer and they're talking about it working and they've got john carmack from id working with them he's really excited about the oculus rift i don't know if you've heard he's over the moon about this thing and so they're going to get doom you know doom 3 running on it uh, all sorts of things are are just going to be running on it at launch. I mean, it's not a cheap. Yeah. Th it's th they still don't have it available for just general sale. You can pre-order a development version, which is very pricey. So it's still yeah. going to be a matter of 
how much will it cost for me to actually have it and what sort of computer will I need to run it? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like what kind of hardware are you going to need to plug this in? That that's another question because, you know, the uh, one thing that happens when the games get more and more creative and more and more in depth, the hardware and software that you need keeps going up and up like when you read the requirements on the back of the box it's yeah. it gets more and more every year yeah it, it's going to be a thing and and i i don't know where it's going but i, I love that they are so excited about it and they're getting people behind them and the showing at south by southwest sounds like just people i mean if you put it on i think there's a quote in here there's two types of people people who have never used it and those who have and believe <laughs> it's, it's a dramatic <laughs> quote but i i I totally believe it that if, you know, you step into this world, whatever world it is, and I do worry about certain games though. I mean, are you not really going to want to play a racing game in this? Are you like, really? Yeah. Like you get in a crash, like that's going <laughs> to imagine like the tense. I mean, if, if you're not being rocked around, just tensing up the get yeah. I get from like Mario Kart. Imagine if I had the <laughs> Oculus Rift on my face. Maybe it would be okay with Mario Kart because getting hit with a mushroom is a little bit different from doing uh, a 720 spin in flames you know, <laughs> as, as you wreck your Maserati. Yes. But but not in your heart. If you're if you're playing heart, Mario Kart, it hurts the same. It really does. The blue because you hear the the sound of the of the blue shell. Oh, that's oh, it's what so I was much say. It's, it's like your heart just starts racing when you see that blue shell come at you. Not good times. I, are there any games in particular you guys would be wanting to play? I, mean, I know, Catherine, you mentioned Skyrim. But as you think about the Oculus Rift, what sort of games would you want to play in this virtual world? Skyrim. <laughs> Just Skyrim. Skyrim. I want to play Skyrim a lot of the time. <laughs> but I think that's the kind of game that I would use it for, I guess. If it was the kind of thing I could have. In a reasonable fashion, it seems like it would be such a hard thing to have reasonably. Yeah. Well, the one thing to talk about is is gamer fatigue, where if you're oh, literally yeah, yeah. walking, like you're not going to be able to play for more than like a couple hours at a time, or depending on you know who you are, maybe you can't play very much at all because you have to actually be walking. Maybe that's a good thing. Like you know, maybe it does what the Wii was trying to do and failed. Yeah, that's true. Well, what about you, Tristan? What, what sort of games would you be looking forward to entering? Uh, you know, this may sound a little cliche, but you know, I would love to play Halo or Gears mm. of War on this kind of thing. I just like the idea of a third-person shooter on this because I want the ability to look left and look right. Like, even just that little bit of enhancement. I mean, I yep. know you can, on the stick, you know, turn left and turn right, but I, I would like to be able yeah. to continue to move forward and do everything else with my hands while looking left. Yeah. As, you know... I, yeah. I know some games have tried to incorporate that, maybe Connect or PlayStation Move, but there was a racing game that would be watching your head. And if you moved your head to the left or to the right, it would move the camera a little bit. Hmm. Um, but you'd still, you'd have to keep your eyes still trained at the TV. Yeah. It would be, it, it still is, is not quite the same as literally moving your head. It's, it's, that's such a leap. Well, I have, have to admit, guys... the Kinect action controls are not that great. Yeah. Yeah. In the I've way that you will accidentally it. pause your DVDs by sneezing, and then it becomes an <laughs> Xbox, please don't shut off. Oh, okay, thank you, friend. Bye-bye. Good night. It's it's not good times. If they can improve on that sort of system. Well, I, see, I was happy. about to bring up, if you guys have seen the uh, concept video for Xbox 720 with the Next Generation Connect, where they're doing this different 
they want to do, I don't know if it's going to be a reality, where the Kinect itself projects video on the wall. Um, yeah. On the top, bottom, and sides of your television. So your television is still your main screen. But if you have a wall, if it's up against another wall, it scans the room. Yes. And then gives you a little bit more of an of immersive feel where you can see more information on the top, bottom, and sides. And I thought that was mind-blowing, but... Um, I thought well, they were doing this... that at the uh, at the PS4 announcement. Actually, there was like oh, a screen, were. but then it was projecting more on the sides. Oh, uh, I didn't and I don't see that. I don't know what sort of setup they had. It was amazing. Like the sides of the room, like when they were showing the what was it? I forget what the the name of the game was, but the the racing game. But you'd see like the normal screen, but then the wraparound you were seeing as well. And I just that was amazing. And I I would love to see someone actually work it into a home system too. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it sounds like the 720 wants to do that as well. well that, that would definitely be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm, of course, just looking forward to Mario Kart because Mario, <laughs> Mario Kart, my staff pick is Mario Kart, <laughs> a, a two-year-old game that's based on a 10-year-old. Anyway. He's actually playing it right now while we record. <laughs> like, yeah, not. Recording, it's yeah. really impressive. Lies. Lies. All of them. All of them lies. All right. Well, the next thing on the rundown is about a, a discovery that has been made of of a dinosaur that is it it it's a dark lord, apparently. <laughs> what do they claim? Seeing. Saraniops. 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 Okay. Saraniops. Pachytholus, which is it's it's a, a, essentially just a bone they found or a fossil. I'm sorry. <laughs> they found a very small bone fragment that they have used deductive reasoning, and I assume science. I think they're still using science in archaeology, <laughs> but it's a little fuzzy. Um, that they think is the the crest of the head of right. a new the, species of dinosaur. It was the eye socket, wasn't it? It was a fossilized eye socket. Not the whole eye socket, a very small. Oh, okay. A ver- okay. A very, a very small piece of the eye socket. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think, again, if you look at the enhanced version, we're going to have a picture that shows what part of the dinosaur they actually found, and it's it's like a bit over the eye, and oh, okay. I don't a, a brow ridge. I, I, yeah, see, I, I'm seeing this for the first time. Like I read the article, but I'm yeah. seeing this picture for the first time. I I honestly don't know how. What science? What is? <laughs> can they really? Well, they've had this theory about this other carnivore during the Cretaceous period because of footprints and other things that they found that they thought existed but hadn't found evidence of. I'm just having flashbacks to, you know, the Brontosaurus. And I was the just Triceratops. Well, there was the Drake Rex Hogwartsia incident. Oh my god. Which most archaeologists still refuse to discuss. So how can we believe this when sometimes I wake up from a cold sweat thinking that a Brontosaurus sneezed on me, but then realize <laughs> that there's no such thing as a Brontosaurus? It was never a Brontosaurus in Jurassic Park. They always called it a Brachiosaurus because they Oh, that's right. It was it was a different different but there I mean there is the apatosaur but I just I'm just, I'm wondering okay I just, I don't understand the science I wish we had a scientist on the show who could <laughs> talk because I'm assuming they do like they can match this up against like they have like full T Rex skeletons so they know what two legged carnivores look like so they can match yeah. it up and say it, it looks like this and and then extrapolate so how how big Catherine are they saying the Seraniops is. Super big, Greg. <laughs> Thank you. Really, okay. really big. Like I said, I wish we had a scientist. The only I scientist, am a scientist I know of fun. Paint, so, my dad's a weatherman. Well, there right. You go. Okay. 
The article specifies large. I, I thought it said something more, more, more than feet. large. 40 feet long and about the same size as the T-Rex. There we go. Okay. Thank you, Tristan, for doing all the work this week. I appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. I knew I saw it in the article earlier. Again, if you look at the enhanced version, it, it, it easily bites ahead. I'm assuming that's a lawyer of some sort, and it's going... <laughs> um, Maybe it's a scientist. <laughs> could be a scientist. A scientist of its day. See, we don't know. Like, what if this was like the the slow Tyrannosaurus Rex, where, which is pretty slow if you think about it, where it didn't last very long because it had an oversized head for its body, and it was like dragging itself around. You know, like we don't know. Like, I just again, I'm not a scientist. I just this feels a little far fetched to me. Well, from my understanding, the the, the general T Rex theory is that they were horrible scavengers who were bad at life because they had tiny arms and large heads and just sort of fell on food <laughs> until they ate. They fell I, on I'm, food. I'm not convinced they were actually 40 mile per hour running. More ferocious killers. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 scary. And they also think that they're feathered and possibly winged and everything like that, like not Tyrannosaurus Rex. I, I don't. That's I what do, I heard. Yeah. I don't. That there's, like, there's some people who think that the T Rex had feathers. Baby, baby dinosaurs at least had feathers, and I think the smaller mm. ones we think. I think. I'm not convinced. Omni Raptors definitely. Yeah. Probably. I, I'm not like convinced I said, about T Rex. Scientist. We've done no scientific research <laughs> before <laughs> no, this disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. No. I. I. I don't know. This sounds scary. I don't know why it's named after Sauron. Something well, the guy about... said it was known for its for its eye. So well, yeah, it's from a fossilized eye, and so it's the all-seeing eye. You know, Sauron. If you read the article, Gregory, I did. I <laughs> no, I did read the article. I'm still puzzled on 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 the actual name. I'm excited that dinosaur research is still happening because I feel like dinosaurs have kind of gone out of favor. Like they're not as big as they used to be. I'm I'm honestly not convinced this isn't viral marketing for the 3D re-release of Jurassic Park. We're going to have to do a poll of 12-year-old school children. There you go. How cool are dinosaurs on a scale of 1 to okay. awesome? We we were I mean, we were just in Target and we were looking <laughs> as you do at the young man's swim trunks. <laughs> and you know, I I was seeing Pokémon, I was seeing mm -hmm. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, I was seeing Angry Birds. I did not see any dinosaur swim trunks. <laughs> well, it's funny because they were lady dinosaur swim trunks. Were there? there were. All right. Well, I really? missed. Okay. okay. For, lady... for young, for young ladies. Young ladies who are into dinosaurs. Six I'm glad to, to twelve. So women in science kind of faction, you know. Yes. Okay. So, but the thing is, I mean, when we were kids, when we were wearing dinosaur swim trunks, don't you think it was heavily influenced by the film? Like the the entire reason why we were into dinosaurs at that age was because Jurassic Park was a really cool book and then a really cool movie. And right now, we're not really getting any of that. I mean, I, I, these kids aren't, you know? Maybe that's kind of my theory. I think that's definitely a, a lot of it. It seems strange because there was so much science education about dinosaurs, and I'm sure they, they're they still getting it, right? Maybe. I think it's because dinosaurs don't have guns, and and... <laughs> You can't throw dinosaurs at structures to win against pigs. <laughs> if only I they think. had dinosaur angry birds. Imagine. Oh. And a T-Rex can't play Skyrim with those arms. So. Oh. <laughs> There's a really good painting of a T-Rex trying to rub a magic lamp with a little thought bubble of um, having regular sized arms and just a lone tear. 
Aww. And that's just that's just how I feel about the T Rex. I thought you were gonna talk about there is a picture of a T Rex making a bed. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen this. No. Yeah, no, it's it's good times. Um any anywho. You can't fold a fitted sheet if you're a T Rex, that's just science fact. Right there. Oh, I think I have seen yes. that, yeah. All right, so moving on from the Cyroniops, Tristan, uh, we have uh, a thing next on the rundown. What is that? Uh, That is the uh, uh, some news that isn't really news about, um, (laughs) which is pretty much always what happens when you talk about Star Wars, and um, and it's really just an interview about how Lucas is talking about how he's not a money guy, which I laughed out loud when i heard that um well yeah <laughs> i think i think that's just fantastic like i actually i want to get the quote right here it says right here i've never been that much of a money guy i'm more of a film guy and most of the money i've made is in defense of trying to keep creative control of my movies i i honestly just laughed out loud when i read it i was by myself and i laughed out loud because all i can do is get this picture of one of my favorite internet um, cartoon series is how it should have ended and um, there was one of uh, Indiana Jones 4 and it was how it should have ended and it was Spielberg and Lucas holding a press conference apologizing to the public and Spielberg is like I'm just I'm so sorry about this I'm I, I should have done something more and then Lucas comes up and he has a bowl of money and a spoon <laughs> and he goes um um I'm not sorry <laughs> it just ends nice and so that's pretty much my image of lucas whenever him saying that he's not a money guy i think about him with a cereal bowl of money of cash like not even coins it's cash it's dollar bills he he locked up the rights to the merchandising for star wars like before production started yeah like that's not that's not i don't think guillermo del toro locked up like pan's labyrinth (laughs) licensing rights like i don't think he thought about that in while making this film did he get um like action figure money like for some reason i thought that was a different division like he locked up the rights but he personally didn't get any of the action figure oh no no he he gets lots of lots of money for some reason i i like i thought i could have sworn i saw an interview with him and he's like yeah the action figure money i just leave to other people like i could have sworn he said that he's like i'm not interested in that well, the the thing about George Lucas is that he was the sole shareholder of Lucasfilm. Okay. So the money went to him. Like he he paid other he paid people to do things, but in the end, it it all it all went okay. to George Lucas. And same and he thing. He likes to change the story too. <laughs> well, yes. Well, so getting to this story, you know, the fact that he is the sole shareholder means that when Disney wants to buy them, they don't have to talk to the shareholders or to the board. Mm-hmm. They just have to talk to George, and and so it, it's basically about. Bob Iger convincing George to to sell, and and a few interesting things came out in the article. The the one we've been joking about all week is where he he basically reveals that the big three Mark Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher right. and Harrison Ford he says they're going to be in the film and then says oh maybe I shouldn't have said that I think they wanted to announce it in some big whoop de doo. This is <laughs> yeah. this is sort of like when Aaron Douglas kept spoiling Battlestar episodes <laughs> yes. that hadn't aired yet. <laughs> Because he forgot. And he was like, oh, oh, was I not supposed to tell you what happens next week? I'm sorry, guys. I just... I, but I can sneeze. we believe that, though? Like, like he's been pretty secretive when he made the prequels. Like, he was really good at being secretive. And does yeah. he just not care anymore because he doesn't own it? And he's just a creative consultant? Or what? 
I'm honestly just wondering if if he actually has cares to give left about Star Wars, or if he's just yeah. like, look at all the money I get I, when I say Star Wars. Oh my yeah. god, I'm just gonna keep saying Star Wars. And, and I think so that's I totally true. Much, with this, like it, I kind of just go, I will believe it when there's an official announcement. Like because we've been inundated by so many Star Wars rumors that when I read this, I was like, is this really a thing? Um, so yeah. I just. The other, the thing out of this article that I took the most out of wasn't so much that he might have screwed up, but just about the holocron, that there's actually a database of um, the entire Star Wars universe, and they call it the holocron. I think I wanted to own it. Like, <laughs> I wanted just to, ship to them touch a, it a little. A, yeah, a hard drive and have them ship it back to me. My favorite thing about this article by far was when I was doing research for, you know, what actually George Lucas said and whatever was I was Googling and the the top keywords were George Lucas says stuff, (laughs) George Lucas money, (laughs) and Star Wars question mark. (laughs) Nice. And everyone was just, that's that's how I feel exactly about this whole situation. Do you guys want the big three in the movies? Do you think they belong there? Or like, what's your opinion on that? I want Star Wars to stop. Yeah. <laughs> just for a minute and okay. just let me alone it did it did stop though it stopped the for... clone wars is still happening well, yeah yeah i i think we're all in agreement there but disregarding that saying how we can't stop it <laughs> what what is your guys opinion on having the the three main characters in there do you think they should be focused on do you think they should be cameos do they th- do you think they should be gone i wouldn't i wouldn't hate cameos it would oh man I just have so many warm, fuzzy, fond memories of the first time I watched Star Wars. And I just wish I could separate that from all the new Star Wars stuff that keeps happening. Because they yeah. keep just not letting me have nice things. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, it's, it's I, I, I do. I wish these could be, I mean, not like the Star Trek reboot that they did. But I wish they could be separate. Like, why do we need mm. connections like this? Like, I, I know, I really don't think. Let, let's remember, it's called Star Wars. They have all... Of time and space to work with. There's lots yeah. of wars, and yeah. it's in space. And a lot of stars. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm kind of with you guys. Like, I wouldn't mind a cameo, and I wouldn't mind them being a framing device. You know, like where um, it's kind of a la Young Indiana Jones. You know, where yeah. where where we see I just got a sneer from Catherine. <laughs> um, I have a lot of Indiana Jones rage, but we don't need to talk well, about it again I mean, on the Observation I mean, Lounge. Like, you know, with young Indiana Jones, you had an old Indiana Jones who wasn't Harrison Ford, had an eye patch, and he was this telling a story <laughs> of his previous adventures. And I kind of liked that. And I thought, hey, we could see Harrison Ford do that or, or Carrie Fisher do that, say, like talking to their kids saying, hey, this was one other thing that we went through. I think That would be too per- much warm fuzzies. Oh, dear. You think that would be too much for you? Uh, well, I mean, I just imagining, you know, Carrie Fisher as Leia telling her children the story of Star Wars, I would just weep. For no I, reason. See, like, I would weep too, but in a good way. I think that would be I, fantastic. I think the only person I would really want to see in the movie as in a part of the story would be Mark Hamill as some sort of master like Yoda. As the as, Joker? As the Joker, <laughs> yeah. If, if Mark Hamill is like head of the, the Jedi Council on New Coruscant or whatever, I wouldn't have a huge problem with that. Yeah. Car- Carrie Fisher is Carrie Fisher now, and she's That's like a true. comedian-ish thing. And I don't think she's Princess Leia or Queen Leia or, or whatever she would be. The Queen Mom Leia. She doesn't have a planet to be queen of. Relax. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, why are we still calling her princess? <laughs> she she's she's Mrs. Solo now. There you I go. just she doesn't look like that anymore. And and 
She's she's morphed into a different person. Harrison Ford is terrifying. Terrifying. Who he's said not, that? It was still me. a good looking man. It's uh, more of his general glare of death I, at all times. He can't. He's mad about everything. He's done Indiana Jones. He remembers Shia LaBeouf taking his hat. He's not going to forget. <laughs> I, I I don't feel like he could step back into the role. I don't feel like he could really be Han Solo again in in any way that would make us be like, oh, I'm glad Harrison Ford was on screen just then. Yeah, I I I think you're right. As much as I want you to be wrong, I <laughs> think you're right. Um, I remember an interview years ago. This was years before um, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Like he was in a Barbara Walters interview or something, and they said he's like, "Would you ever do another Star Wars?" And he's like, "Eh, probably not." He's like, "Would you do another Indiana Jones?" He goes, "In a heartbeat." Mm, you know, like he yeah. didn't even have to think about it. And I, I, I'm surprised yeah. they're even talking about it. it it's weird. I I fully believe that George wanted them in the the sequels when he was making them separate from disney jumping in and saying we're gonna do this instead of you uh i i don't know if disney is gonna continue with that and i don't i honestly don't know if george has anything to do with any of it now i think it might be completely out of his hands now that's why i'm questioning this article and the um validity of what he's saying yeah like he could literally just be talking like hey it's possible like like as he's talking to the three of them like hey yo let's let's think about it and then denny's like thanks but no thanks you know like we're gonna we're gonna do our own thing yeah i mean it 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 still remains to be seen okay so I, that's probably enough talking about uh sp- speculations of <laughs> yeah. star wars but you know as i was telling Catherine earlier this is a podcast created so we could talk about the new star wars movies so <laughs> i don't feel too bad jumping in and talking about it then but if, we, if drew were here he would be yelling but we're not lot. talking about, about rumors and speculation we're talking about things george lucas actually said that's fair to a reporter <laughs> drew always tries to debunk every single thing <laughs> i tweet about star wars have you noticed that like i will just be retweeting like an interesting article that i read and he will read it get back to me and say that's not exactly how what i would call news <laughs> You know, like... have you have you heard the recording of George Lucas saying those words <laughs> to the Bloomberg recorder? Because I don't think they transcribed them completely accurately. If there isn't a point where where Drew is hiding in George Lucas's bushes outside his front porch with a little microphone before Star Wars comes out, I'll I will be shocked. Yeah, and yeah, and his he's going to call costume. each and every one of us for bail money. I swear. <laughs> All right. Well, someone we could definitely call for bail money would be Christopher Nolan, because he, speaking of 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 big bowls of money, of um, Scrooge McDuck, Uncle <laughs> Uncle Scrooge, Uncle McDuck. What what was his name? It was. I Scrooge think you're right the first time. Yeah. Scrooge well, but the McDuck. guy with Scrooge McDuck, and he he jumps into his his pit of money, his pit of gold coins, his pit of gold and coins. swims. Okay. Which Christopher Nolan, guy did so well? I hope you have oh, seen they did. that skit. Yes. <laughs> he jumps in and just shatters every bone in his body. <laughs> so good. I'm sorry. Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan did not shatter every bone in his body <laughs> when he jumped into his money pit. Regretfully. Oh. C- Catherine is not the biggest fan Whoa. of Christopher. Okay. I can say that I literally have not had as much rage towards Christopher Nolan. I just, I can't. He just makes me so mad because everyone thinks he's just the best and his movies are always just mediocre continue go ahead i'm fine i want to talk about this now <laughs> no let I, I want to start out by talking about Christopher Nolan. so he has made how many films now six seven six and a half we have knowing One. memento um 
Batman Begins, The Prestige, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, and this will be his seventh. You skipped, um, wasn't uh, the... Inception. I, I skipped Inception, that's right. So what, be No, you eight. also skipped, what was it movie, Insomnia? Oh, I totally skipped it? that one too. Yeah. Why, yeah. why are you looking at me for Chris Nolan news? <laughs> yeah. I, skipped, movie, he he I skipped the eyes. Oh, God. Right, skipped the eyes. So how many does that make it? Uh, eight? This, like, the movie that you're gonna about to talk about. Yeah, okay. so that eighth. And and out of those, I like maybe two and a half of them. Ooh. I like Memento and I like The Prestige. That is all. I don't oh, so like that's The Prestige. The type of you are. I'm not a huge fan like of Memento. I like The Prestige because I liked the book and the movie is not a terrible okay. representation of the book and it has Hugh Pretty Face Jackman as the lead. Okay. That is all. All right. Uh, have you okay. seen Prestige more than once, Greg? Yes, God, I've tried. I don't. Okay, all right, all right. Oh, he doesn't understand. Time. He doesn't understand that the whole thing is a magic trick, and that's no. the point. And that I, it's not a twist ending if you have eyeballs. No, but the the marketing <laughs> played it as a twist ending. But you can't even, blame the marketing. Even after that, I just don't. I never. Not, I don't like the movie. Go home. I tr- okay. Go home. Uh, I Wait, like. You said that you're not a Christopher Nolan fan. All of his movies are are mediocre. And then he says he doesn't like procedure. Like go home. <laughs> I'm always right though. So I it's like. Fine. Okay, so I like The Dark Knight. I'm sorry. The Dark Knight period, not the Dark Knight anything else. Um I don't like I don't like the other two Batmans. Batman. I don't <laughs> I like Inception though. I think Inception's a good film. I I like his style. I like what he does with cameras. Cat <laughs> Catherine is Catherine is no. Okay, Tristan, just, what is no. your opinion? I well, okay, I, I absolutely love Christopher Nolan. I, I like I'm with the uh I'm kinda with the the sheep. That um that say like he is an auteur and one of the best filmmakers of our generation. I I truly believe that. I really I know Catherine is giving me the stink eye right now. I wish this was a video podcast, but I really do love his work. I mean, like oh, granted, okay, there are things that I disagree with of what he does. Like I didn't like knowing that much, but that was his first artsy film, and so I was like, eh. no one liked it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I didn't like Insomnia. I was pretty bored. Actually, uh, I like Insomnia uh, uh, quite a bit. I uh, but yeah, it's, I like, it's not, it took me a couple of It's not on the scale to... of his newer of his newer films. No. But it's, it's I, I don't mind it. But no, I was a huge fan of Batman Begins. Huge, huge fan of Batman Begins. I absolutely love that film. It was my favorite Batman of all three for a while until Sarah convinced me that I was wrong. You are told, wrong. And told me that Dark Knight <laughs> is better. And I was like, you're right. It was like we were driving on the highway one day and just we were not even talking about Batman, but I just like slammed my hands <laughs> on the steering wheel and I was like, okay, you're right. <laughs> Dark Knight is my favorite Christopher Nolan Batman film. And I, mean, I, was, I liked I liked yeah. Rises like the first time I saw it, sort of. And then I That's quickly... the Christopher Nolan disease. You yeah. think you like his movies until you talk to anyone about them and they're like, Inception has such a vague ending and you want to slap everybody you talk to. I love for the next well, the slapping. I, I don't There's a lot of pe- slapping. I don't understand people who don't understand Inception. I don't get it. Like I remember one time I sent out a message. I was like, I'm not saying I'm uh, like I'm smart because I understand Inception. I'm saying you're dumb. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, and people still don't know what Inception means. Yeah. Well, pe- people, honey, people still don't know what happened in the Prestige. I have gotten in arguments with people where they were like telling me plot points that were not true. <laughs> That's the story the of Inception. Actually... It's like, but did you see the film? Like, it was obvious yeah. halfway through what's happening it's obvious they tell you in the opening of the movie what the movie's about that's the point see i can't talk about christopher nolan (laughs) 
I blame him for all the pain I feel. Well, when I saw Prestige, uh-huh. I, I didn't like it the first time I saw it because I saw it in the movie theater, and I hate going to see movies in the movie theater. And I've just changed my staff pick to the Prestige book. It's fine. <laughs> the, the, I, the Prestige, like the audio was screwed up. I could barely understand anyone, let alone Christian Bale in that movie. And so I couldn't really follow everything, and I was just like, ah, I didn't really like it. I couldn't follow what was going on. And then I watched it when I, when I bought it just because I wanted to give it another chance. And I was like, okay, yeah, I like this whole lot more now that I can understand what's going on. And yeah, no, I mean, I have a love-hate relationship with Nolan, but I think it's like 80% love and 20% hate. I want to punch him and then pat him on the head and say you tried. And, and therefore no one can judge you. harsh. At, at least he wears fancy suits to, to set. And badass scarves. Uh, he's, he's really an impressive, impressive man on set, I'm, I have to say. He looks so epic I, just standing there. Every I mean, shot look of at him. him. Am I the only one here without a crush on Christopher Nolan? Can we clear that up I, now? I, I guess then... so. <laughs> okay, that's fine. No, I just wanted to make sure. Can we sure. ask Sarah? Is Sarah in the other room? Do we need to, Do you make want sure to bring it's her three in? to one? You want me to bring her in? She'll, she'll pop in and say, say that she loves Christopher Nolan. Sarah! <laughs> Sarah, come in! <laughs> come on! <laughs> You're going to ruin the bit if you don't come in. <laughs> I just need you to say that you love Christopher Nolan. <laughs> I think she's coming. <laughs> oh, come on. I'll close my eyes, Greg. We won't look. Oh, shh. All right, she's not shh. coming. Couldn't get her to come in? Ah. Oh. We're so friendly and not I know, creepy. At I know all. you guys are friendly. Oh well, I, okay. I, I'll vouch for her then. She well, loves Christopher Nolan. Take it for Nolan. granted. Yeah, she likes Christopher Nolan. A lot. We'll record a bit of me sure. saying I love Christopher Nolan in a weird voice later, and just put it over there. And it'll <laughs> yeah, be fine. We'll just, we should have inserted you. Uh, it's it's all it's all staying in the show. So what we're talking about <laughs> actually today is is that he's making another film i i believe he was supposed to be retiring or something he He was was throwing a a hissy fit he was just pretending yes apparently it's it's the kevin smith syndrome where you say you're going to retire um in every other interview (laughs) well i don't think it it was it wasn't so much the kevin smith syndrome where like kevin smith said he's just going to be done like lucas said he was done directing yeah um, Nolan just said he's like I'm just gonna produce I'm not gonna direct any film until my kids are out of school and I was I I, I got a little emotional when I heard that but I'm glad he's he was lying or at least he he <laughs> now is saying he's a hypocrite so 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 what what is he now doing Tristan he is now doing a film that I'm very intrigued with um, because it's based on a screenplay by his brother and I love when they do projects together and um He's partnering up with his with his wife, which I always love their producing team. It's a movie called Interstellar, and it's going to be released right now. It's slated for November 7th of 2014. <laughs> I thought you were saying it was going to be released right now. Just, that, <laughs> right that's a, now. It's, it's direct to video today. I mean, I know, I know maybe if you get Matthew Vaughn, they can get it done really fast. But... Like if you go on Vudu, you can order it on Ultraviolet right now. no it's uh and it's it's about uh travelers who go through a wormhole and experience um different uh they experience time travel and alternate dimensions and things like that and so it sounds like a mind bender in the realm of memento and inception so it's primeval but without dinosaurs is what i've gathered (laughs) that's fine or it's a star trek episode you know 
Well, or like a, a Deep Space Nine episode where they go through a, a, a weird wormhole and then they come out in a different time or a different uh, different universe. And and are are they when they come out of the last wormhole? Are they actually out of the wormhole or are they still in a wormhole the entire I, time? That's no, the one episode out. of DS Nine I've seen in full. <laughs> Just kidding. No, it's not true. But it should be. I would no, like to find Nine the a lot Statue more of Liberty true. destroyed on a beach. <laughs> And Abraham Lincoln is an ape. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, oh, you had to bring that one into the mix. I did. The pain is still fresh. Now, what, what's weird to me about this? This is a movie he was going to let Spielberg direct it. That's originally. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, and now I guess he's just stepped in and said, "No, I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and do it," which makes sense. I mean, if it's his, what's his if, brother? If it's his thing, yeah, like. I, 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 it makes sense that he would he would step into it since it is such a thing that he's making, and and the other, as Catherine is pointing out to me, Christopher Nolan or sorry Spielberg Spielberg is making a movie with the title Catherine go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think I can. I, Ro- I, I Robo- can do it. Robo- Robopocalypse. 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 That is the name of the actual novel it is based off of. <laughs> I remember That's seeing rough. that novel years ago. On, yeah. the, on the new hardcover shelf, and I just laughed. I was like, I'm never going to read that. <laughs> I, and I, I don't know if Robopocalypse is still happening. That That's Hollywood Reporter. I mean, man, if you just read the Hollywood Reporter every day, you'll get an idea of the future that just shifts and changes. <laughs> it's, it's like Kevin Smith is going to be directing a 12-part miniseries for HBO, and the ne- next day it's like, The Corrections is coming to CBS this fall. It's like... <laughs> I don't it's a think... scrying pool. You have to have a really high mage level to right. even make sense of it. <laughs> I think that's well, what's going on. Well, Spielberg himself said that the movie was getting too expensive. Like, it was getting too big for its bridges. And he said that... <laughs> there were too like, many robopocalypses. There were too many ro- robopocalypses. Mm-hmm. And he said, he's like, okay, we're going to we're gonna take a step back. We're going to re- redraft the script. They're, basically, I think he said rewrite the script and make it much cheaper and much more on a personal level instead of probably just a Michael Bay film. He might have just seen the Pacific Rim trailer <laughs> and decided that'll be good so that can happen. And that, that, I'll let wait. that happen. I'll let that one happen. I don't want to hold infamous and Capote situation all over again. That was rough times. No. Yeah. That was rough for us Although all. Capote was much, much, much better film. Yes. Well, it's like The Prestige and The Illusionist came out yeah. at oh, the yeah, same time. Right. And that was upsetting and confusing. And again, uh, The Prestige, much, much better film mm-hmm. than The Illusionist. Uh, mostly because of casting, I think. Edward, oh. Edward Norton bothers me. I, Who was I, the girl in that oh, one? What? That the was Illusionist? Jessica Biel. I only vaguely remember that was movie it as Jessica happening. Biel? It was Jessica Biel, Paul I thought Giamatti. There was a... I really like Edward Norton, though. He's one of my favorite actors. He's got a good face for he acting. He's got a good face. 25th Hour was his um, symphony, Magnum in my opus? opinion. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. I see. I mind read now. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's another, right, so we... actually, that's another Oculus Rift feature. It Once you plug <laughs> into your computer, you can read minds of the other podcasters. <gasps> well, that's what they're, um, they were talking, not to get back to our first story, but they are talking about incorporating brain sensors. So it can be reading your brain signals. They were talking about one idea for a game is... A flight simulator, or like a fantasy game, um, where not like fantasy, like Skyrim, where basically where you get calmer and calmer, you go higher and higher in the game. No. So you have to literally get yourself no. into a calm situation because if you start panicking, I don't need the psychor all up in my video games. <laughs> Just gently 
destroying my mind with their brains. I don't. Well, that's we, too much. We've like all horrible. seen the Star Trek Voyager episode, Alice, and we, uh, <laughs> you know, we've all seen where that can go wrong. Yeah. Where when we're a all ship still really afraid. Yeah, yeah, we're all still afraid of the Vulcan mind meld, as we should be. Yes. <laughs> I'm, no. We're the Jedi mind meld, as as Shh. President Obama Shh. introduced us to this. We were going to let that go. Shh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> People make mistakes. They do. Okay, so so speaking of the melding of man and machine, uh, we do have a story to end our rundown about Ronald D. Moore, who is now, I believe, more machine now than man, after having his his body raked over the coals of pilot season about fifteen times. He he made I think ten is not an exaggeration ten pilots, or at least he he was behind at least five to ten shows. That did not get off the ground, and it's painful. Although there I was the whole Caprica incident, and there's Caprica, which let's yeah. not. But then there was the show. There was the show about the magic, the magic police officers that had <laughs> everyone from Battlestar Galactica in it. What was that called? Precinct thirteen or something? Precinct I missed that completely. Forty-seven. Well, it didn't air. They oh, made a pilot. That's why. And I've heard the pilot's not great. I've been trying to find it on on on. Um, good uh reputable places i, I promise and I, I haven't seen it yet but I your taiwanese it. dvd shops yes, where exactly. you buy your 3d blu-rays it's fine <laughs> do you think anyone listened to last week's show and, and we'll get that no okay sorry about the audio issues on last week's show by the way hope you can wait wait through them it, it gets better sometimes <laughs> well, um okay. we talked about that last time i was on too <laughs> <laughs> okay good so uh, okay so but he has a new thing a new thing and Tristan, you sent me this link, I believe, because it sounds yes, like it you're excited about Helix. So why don't you tell us? Well, I don't know if I'm, you know, like I'm jumping up and down, but I do like, <laughs> you know, like I respect Ronald D. Moore and I didn't respect how he was referred to as Ron Moore in this article. <laughs> um, I didn't know who they were talking about until I saw a picture of his pseudo Lucas look, realizing it was he gets, him. He gets more, he gets more neck beardy every day. <laughs> It's it's like it's it's not quite covering the waddle yet, but give him another ten years. Poor, well, I poor think Ron Moore. This new show is called Helix, and I think Sci-Fi was trying to apologize to Ronald D. Moore by skipping the pilot process and just ordering yeah. thirteen episodes right away, saying, "Okay, we're going to give you this one." And um, it's about it's about a team of scientists who from the Center for Disease Control who travel to a research facility in the Arctic. Uh, to investigate a possible disease outbreak and Catherine so so oh. it's it's andromeda strain it sounds like andromeda strain mixed with um are you waiting I'm, I'm waiting for you Catherine. To okay i i couldn't i i thought maybe you were just gonna let it happen but no, I, I wanted the... to lead i'm leading you right now oh I'm i see see i'm the only one here who's not the host of my own podcast so i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm just gonna let it happen and just talk when you guys allow that to happen <laughs> But yes, thank you, Tristan. It is um, a combination of the Andromeda Strain meets an episode of early, early X-Files called Ice, where scientists are trapped in the Arctic. Now, my, my understanding for, of Ice yeah. is that it's part of the Fire and Ice trilogy. Yes, the Icy Hot trilogy. <laughs> the Icy Hot the trilogy. <laughs> no, it is the exact plot of, <laughs> is it really? of this episode of the X-Files where like, there is this team of scientists in the, um, in the Arctic they were drilling and then they found something and they all got a disease. And so they send another team like you do and 
uh, gotta you know, check it out. And they have to continually, they have to try to find a cure to this disease because everyone wait, gets is infected. This, is this the thing? No, wait, no, it's it's the Enterprise episode regeneration. Yes, it's regeneration yes. without the Borg. Yeah, there's nothing new under the sun. This exists. is a lot of this is a lot of things. <laughs> is what I'm is what I'm discovering. I mean, basically, when you go to the Arctic, nothing good happens. I, I believe. No. What what is his name? Um, Doctor Green. He learned Anthony go, Edwards. Anthony Edwards learned when you go to the Arctic, your show is canceled. Yeah. So, let's we'll, not talk about zero hours. Sh- well, Big I'm Bang Theory went to the Arctic, and their show didn't get canceled yet. So that's a shame. <laughs> Helix sounds interesting, though. I mean, as someone who has not seen ice, um, but has seen a lot of other things that take place in the Arctic, I'm I'm excited to see what Ron Moore could do. I I um hopefully Jamie Bamber's other show can be canceled quickly so he can be in this. Yeah, that would I, be nice. I do love me some Bams. Oh, uh, Bambi. <laughs> Bambi in the Arctic would be a show I would watch. I won't lie to you. He's secretly British, yeah. So we we they haven't cast it yet. Production hasn't started. They're saying that'll be later this year, so it's probably a summer, twenty fourteen. Sounds um, about right. Sort of thing. I I'm I'm excited. I'm scared. I saw Caprica. I know it's not a spinoff of a thing, so we don't really have to worry about that. But I just hope you know Ronald D. Moore has some steam in him to to give us a good go and isn't you know discouraged yeah. by the 40 hundred pilots that yeah. got shafted i i, I, I would 400 pilots oh, <laughs> oh it hurts oh See iris Stephen bear speaking of angry angry men <laughs> <laughs> well uh, some other big names are developing some tv shows and sci-fi as well like um m night Shyamalan and brian fuller yes they're, dr- they're super produ- excited for brian fuller yeah i i don't what 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 is this we we don't know what it is, but it's Brian uh, yeah. Fuller and and Shyamalan Sh- Shyamalan Shyamalan Shyamalan. They're doing something. They're not doing something together. They're two separate. Are shows. you sure? Uh, yes. Okay. According to Hollywood Reporter, it's it's a show by both of them. I am lying. Then I believe it's a show by both of them. Okay. In addition to a bunch of other stuff that's already been really um, announced, um, like Defiance, which is a thing. Defiance appears to be like Bungie is releasing or coming out with Destiny, which is not a game, but it's it's a game and another game and another game and then a a, a, a card game and a web series <laughs> and a book. It's a much a bunch of things. <laughs> Defiance appears to be the same way, where it's a bunch of things, and I I, I want to talk about it on the show, but I'm not sure how to. Mm. Everything's a bunch of things now, though. It's like oh, you buy this book and then download onto your iPhone the app from which you can read the comic book and also watch a trailer for the movie coming out next year. Yeah, but uh, P- Pokemon. So po- yeah, I don't know what you're trying to get at with Pokemon, <laughs> but uh, it just made me smile. So that's good. Do you do you guys remember when the new Matrix movies were coming out? And in order to get the full story, you had to watch Animatrix. Um, you had to play the video game Enter the Matrix. Enter the Matrix. Enter the Matrix. I did play it. Yeah, I played, I played every too, minute yeah. of Enter the Matrix. <laughs> As did I. And you had to just read to the get comic to the cutscenes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's I I'm I believe that it's a thing that's possible. I I don't know. Sci-fi looks to be building up to something big and. I think it's just building up from no more yeah. fake shows like Ghost Hunters and Is Bigfoot Real? No, he's not. Right. Or WWE. Oh, I know. That just breaks God. my heart that that's on I, that network. I feel like Craig Engler has been working really, really hard to make stuff happen, and it's just it's taken until now. <laughs> but now he can finally they have reveal. a lot of solid programming. Uh, th- yeah. And they're it, building on it, which is good. Yeah, it's just that... A few of the older shows, I think, are finally getting canceled. 
like Eureka, there's just no more of it. Um, what Warehouse 13 is ending. Yeah. I think there's just a lot of shows that are ending and it's time for a new crop to start. Alphas um, is no more. Yeah. Oh. See? Speaking of Iris Stephen Bear. Um, so I, I are you guys excited for what sci fi is coming out with? Are you gonna are are we gonna subscribe to cable, Catherine, so that we can watch sci fi? <laughs> sci fi and I have been fighting since about nineteen ninety six. All I want to do on sci fi is watch some good sci fi. And I usually have to wade through some weirdness to yeah. get to sci-fi. Shark. And then they changed their name to Sly Fly. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's sci-fi. <sighs> I'm just I'm confused. I'm bewildered. <laughs> I'm scared of M Night Shyamalan. Frankly, I'm not sure he knows what he's doing. Ever since the happening, he doesn't know yeah. what he's doing. Trees, trees. But but, but After trees, Earth trees. looks like it might not be awful. I'm so excited Maybe. for After Earth. Don't yeah. tell anybody. It's a secret. Hey, I'm excited about After Earth too. Yay! Yeah, so right. you're not alone there. I mean, I'm I'm with you on that one. I I have a guarded optimism, but I'm excited. Huh. Okay, so 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 we're we're cautiously optimistic about about sci-fi. Um, I did see someone on Facebook refer to sci-fi in general as SYFY. Oh, just they were talking about Star Star Trek being a sci-fi show just in general. And I got I got so mad. You're no longer friends with them, are you? I, no, I wasn't friends with them. It was oh, okay. a, it that's was a fine. post. That's okay. that's yeah. more acceptable than someone you know in real no, no. life. No, I would have immediately stupid. unfriended, blocked, and, and reported blocked, for spam. Yeah. <laughs> reported for spam. I'm kind of with Catherine on this one, where I've been fighting with sci-fi for a long time. The the network, not the genre. Um, so I've been fighting with Siffy for a while, and. <laughs> I I just like I never got into alphas. I never got into precinct thirteen or not precinct thirteen warehouse whatever. Um, <laughs> warehouse thirteen. That, that warehouse was the 13, one. Excuse me. It's the correct correct I, warehouse. I never really got into those. I never got into Eureka. I guess I never really gave it a chance because it didn't draw me in. I didn't feel like I had to watch it, and so I haven't really watched anything from sci fi since BSG. Well, it's, it's like when BSG was airing. They were like, watch it Thursdays at 9, sometimes yeah. Wednesdays at 2 in the afternoon. If you if you tune your ta- your TV special, you can watch sci-fi. And that's when I would watch it totally yeah. legally. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, I would watch that show only legally when it aired. And I think that was the first show I ever did that with, from <laughs> episode 1 to the wow. last episode. Yeah. Yeah. The, sci- sci-fi for a, for a while was like... A, it's just every show was shot in Vancouver with the same like almost B-level actors mm. and and the people who couldn't get a pilot shot uh, for a major <laughs> network. Well, I hate to break it to you, but every sci-fi show has at least half of it filmed in that same oh. Vancouver forest oh, as yes. the X-Files. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm aware. I, I'm just hoping that maybe we're seeing that not be the case. Defiance looks like a show that won't take place in a Vancouver forest. Uh, they can't. I mean, they can sh- definitely shoot Helix in in Vancouver, but at least it won't look like every single other show. Yeah. It just yeah. So hopefully they're expanding, and it, it will make more of a you really have to watch this sense because I never I never got that from these sci-fi shows. Like I would tune in, I'd watch a Eureka, 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 <laughs> here or there, but it wasn't anything like must see TV. Yeah. It was adorable. Yeah. Adorable, yeah, but adorable is not. I must watch. It didn't cause me pain like BSG caused me pain. Okay. Good shows could, should cause you pain. Exactly. I, I think so. All right. So we have reached the end of the rundown, which means we've reached the part of the ship 
um, where it turns out the view screen um, is displaying old old television episodes from the 50s. Oh, oh this is Twilight Zone. This is good. We could actually probably sit back and... and oh, no, crap. The Frangie have attacked. Okay, so the Frangie are here. They're trying to distract us with 50s TV. It was working. <laughs> Fortunately, someone was watching watching valiantly to, to make sure the Frangie weren't attacking. So, guys, we need to, to shoot something back at them to distract them while they try to attack us. Um, Catherine, what can we send to the Frangie? What I would suggest for any Ferengi related situation is the ga- the Game of Thrones season 2 Blu-rays because they're beautiful. <laughs> they really are. They're so pretty and also you'll cry for at least 13 hours. However many episodes there are you'll cry Ten. for that long. 10? Thank Ten. you Tristan. That, that, all right, you know I'm not done them yet. Just relax. I've seen them before, <laughs> but it's been it's been a while. Well, you just you keep watching Game of Thrones until there's no more Game of Thrones <laughs> and then you just cry until there's more. You don't really have to count the number of episodes. Thankfully, there's books, and you read them all, and then you hate everything, yes. and no one has a good life. Anyway, so that's not the point. The point is is that there's commentaries on every one of the 10 episodes, and I love Blu-rays, and TV on Blu-ray is my new favorite game, so that's what I recommend. Absolutely, and and the new season is starting, I believe, at the end of this month, so, so now is the time to get completely caught up on Game of Thrones if you... Didn't see it before. If you were under a rock and asleep and dead. But even if you did see it before, like like Catherine and I, um, now is still the time to rewatch it because the pain is fresh. I never finished yeah. season two. <gasps> <laughs> uh, okay, well, do 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 finish season two. I did. Real quick. I, I found an iTunes copy of of Game of Thrones two. Oh, good. I just got it yesterday, so I'm gonna finish. Oh, it. nice. I I have Game of Thrones season one on iTunes and season two I found at Target. For thirty dollars nice. on Blu-ray, so if you, I snatched that If you that have up. an extra season one iTunes download, you just throw it my way. You know, if you just have an extra code. We, we have we have DVDs. Do you want to be our DVD friend? Where we send? <laughs> I bought Wreck-It Ralph today. It's on 3D Blu-ray, regular Blu-ray, and a, a DVD apparently. Oh, nice. I I don't know what I'm going to do with this DVD. Anyways, microwave. Yeah, fine. yeah. We could do a trading program, like a Linded Library. You know, right. <laughs> So un- unfortunately, Game of Thrones will only keep the Ferengi occupied for 20 hours. Tristan, what do you have that will distract them for possibly even longer? I have something that could distract them for over th- 300 hours, possibly longer. Because um, Sarah and I, my, my wife and I, we started earlier this year the top 100 AFI list of the last 100 years. And um, we've been hitting that pretty hard. And... Two nights ago, we watched Jaws in HD. Like uh, Jaws just got re-released in oh, HD. Nice, and it no. is fantastic. And just the other day, they re-released Schindler's List in HD. I know oh, wow. those are both Spielberg films, but it's they they look absolutely amazing. And so, yes, there's a lot of weird picks for the top 100 that just kind of hurt to watch like you understand like you have to look at it from an artistic point of view not an entertainment kind of view (laughs) and you're like okay i I understand what this did for the industry i understand how many films were used the techniques that were starting this film but it still does not make it entertaining um (laughs) so that's kind of the point we're at so i definitely i think it's something that you should do at least once in your life no matter how long it takes you should go through the top 100 before they redo it in the next 10 years like they 
like they did it in 97 and then 2007 and then they'll do it again in 2017. I did it in 2007 and it it hurt a lot. Yeah, Oof. it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a whole summer and I want that summer back. Oh man. <laughs> Especially some of the musicals on there. Um like Yaking Doodle Dandy, that was pretty hard. Oh, it oh, hurt. Oh, okay. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> shh. No, no bad memories All right. anymore. <laughs> All right, so so Tristan's list will keep the Frankie occupied for 100 to 300 hours. <laughs> yes, depending on what movies are there. Um, but I, I, okay. So my, I'm not going to say you you guys are wrong because those are great picks. I usually I throw it all out. I'm going to say those are great picks. <laughs> Clearly, they're keeping the Frankie distracted. But I think we need to take it up to another level. I I actually want to endorse something a little odd, and it's it's just 3D media. Um, I, I've been playing a lot with my, my 3DS. Um, I have a 3D TV. Um, I recently just got eyeglasses again um, after not having them for about two years. So my stereo vision is actually even improving now. And I, I am loving what people are doing with, with 3D nowadays. We just saw Jack the Giant Slayer last last week. I know it got mixed reviews. I had a blast. And the 3D in that movie is just fantastic. It's not throwing things at you it's not gimmicky it just really draws you into the world um i i've been buying a lot of the blu-rays as well i just got wreck it ralph and i can't wait to watch that i i, I guess the main point of my staff pick is if, if you haven't been trying 3d because you think it's a gimmick i think it's finally proving that it's not as people like brian singer and sam raimi are using it it's not a gimmick it can be really used for great purposes go out and try it and I think you really will be impressed. I think it's come really far from when 3D media was first a thing. And it yeah. was awful. And now it's yeah. immersive and you don't really think of it as a 3D thing. You think of it as a thing. Yeah. Just a thing. <laughs> Just a thing. A great <laughs> thing that's that happening to your eyeballs. Episode. Just a thing. <laughs> Just a thing. Just some stuff. <laughs> some stuff and a thing. All right. Well, the, the Ferengi appear to be veering off. Um, they're at least excited to be entertained. And maybe they don't need to plunder our ship. Now, so thank you guys for your fantastic suggestions, and thank you for being on the show this week with me. Uh, Tristan, especially, thank you for, for stepping up and filling uh, Drew's ample Snoopy shoes. <laughs> and the belly. Don't forget the ample yes. Snoopy belly. <laughs> Very good. Um, so I want to go around and just ask you guys where you can be found on the internet. Uh, Catherine, where can we find you? I can always be found on, on the Twitter, where I'm mostly excited to be employed again and tweeting as such <laughs> at Hawkeye Poet. Very good. And Tristan, where can we find you? Uh, you, as always, as like Catherine, you can find me on the Twitters at the Insane Robin, as well as um, on the Trek.fm show to the Journey, which is all about Star Trek Voyager. And if you don't like Star Trek Voyager, listen to it anyway, because you will find <laughs> you will have a newfound appreciation for it. Very good. And as always, I can be found there at Greg Harbin, G R E G H A R B as in boy I N. Thank you all for being with me, and I will see you next week. Bye. Meeting adjourned.